<laughs> Nothing about Strava here. <laughs> okay. Katie's is actually really good. It's so unique because she's so creative. Okay, you cry. I'll read Hot Katie's. Okay. <laughs> Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Trail Running Women podcast. Today is the Trail Tips episode where Tori and I discuss Strava. A couple of questions came through, but a lot of people just had comments. So we basically just read them out and went through how we can relate to them and our thoughts and just had an open discussion. So what we're hoping is that people will hear some of the comments, concerns, ideas, and walk away with a better mindset around Strava if it affects them poorly or just more reasons to continue enjoying it. Uh, And as usual, it was just a lot of fun and a whole lot of gossip with T-Dot. What is the date of this? April 14th. Shit, Masters just happened. I'm gonna go ahead and hope that the Masters was amazing and that everybody had a really great time watching golf. Yes, I realize I'm the only one here that watched all of the golf tournament. Happy Easter, happy Easter. I really hope that I put this out when I think I'm gonna put it out or just, you know, ignore that last comment. Today's podcast is brought to us by Gooder Sunglasses. So if you go to gooder.com backslash TRW, you can see my favorite pairs put in an order. Um, I'm actually finding that I like the lighter lenses right now for running in the trails where sometimes the darker lenses make it so that I can't see the roots and rocks that well and affect my depth perception. Um, and that was a reason I never wanted to have sunglasses before until I found Gooder and the lighter ones are rocking my world. Also great for tennis because I can see the ball well. So you can most certainly Try a bunch of pairs, find some that look so cool on your face, but also have the right lens darkness for your specific eyeballs. So again, TRW15 for 15% off at checkout. Such a stellar deal. Go check those out now. They're so much fun and we're almost in summer. So fun is the goal of life. I mean, it's the goal of life always, but especially now. Our other sponsor is Knackbar. So if you go to Nutrition. Nope, knockbar.com. Use discount code TRW for 15% off and try their amazing waffles for your next race. I promise you if you need something substantial while you are running, those will rock your world as well as your sunglasses. Um, The bars, the caffeine bars, they're so good. The protein's so great. The texture so that you can actually get it in while you're running is amazing. And sustainable ingredients. So you will be doing the right thing for the world with Nakbar. Check them out. That's it. That's all. Thank you. Oh my god, you weren't recording before this? No, you told me not to. I know, but usually you just lie. Yeah, but this you sounded very serious. Yeah, it's true. There's some serious. I'll just cliffhang the whole any of the listeners. Well. Big life changes happening over here. I was just going to say a name, but I won't. Update since last time. Um, said man, the long weekend I know went well because he has now decided to follow me on Instagram (laughs) and immediately get mad that my response was not quick enough. Oh my God. I forgot about this. Okay. So the other, he's still here. And so like, he literally, as he goes into the room for his meeting just now, he's like, tell hell dog. I say hi. So he was like, (laughs) I love that we're friends. It was so funny because you I was like the other night when you were like you knew you texted me about like the surfboarder thing and I was like I love that she hasn't even met you and she's chirping you right off the bat (laughs) I was like this fills my heart with so much joy and he was like oh no it's like I'm like oh is it actually like a parody he's like yes I was like okay because I actually was confused before you and then and then he made the like shoe jogger analogy he's like I thought I thought that was funny I was like, oh, got it. I was like, you're the only person so far because like other, a couple of my other friends, well, Tara, Barry met him and and then they follow each other. But like no one else would chirp. Like you don't even miss a fucking beat and you're like right <laughs> in it. And then I was like, oh, who's this random person's story? Because I forgot like what his username thing was. And then I clicked yeah. on it and I was like, oh, this guy loves Tori so much. This is like an eight clicker story of like the day that Tori had. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> you doing different things i know i i actually had storied him like a lot i actually storied our first date and i didn't think it was a big deal because i honestly just thought we were going to be buddies and my little brother like 20 something year old early 20s in ontario was like 
who's the guy you storied? I'm like, I story a bunch of fucking people. Like, I didn't know who he was talking about. This was like last month. I was like, I don't know, Dylan. Like, and he's like, oh my God, big deal. You stored him twice. And I was like, oh, I didn't yeah, think that's that's a Yeah, that's not deal. even a soft launch. You hard launched first date. First date, I fucking double, st- Dylan's like, oh, you double storied him. And he's kind of making fun of me. But I was like, is that a big deal in like the, the early 20s world? And he's like, but I didn't. Yeah, because yeah, stories just, post. It's like you posted like me and my new boyfriend doing a date. <laughs> like literally first met him. Right yeah, after, like, yeah, straight out of the gates. Like <laughs> and then his his mom made me a toque. And so my story like today or yesterday was like I we like we were skiing in the toques his mom made. And so that's why I was like, new toque, who yes. It's like his mom made it for me. I was like stoked. Yeah. I think it's funny you go through phases where it's like too new to post boyfriend, then like <laughs> people overpost because they're exciting and then you get to where Andy and I are where I'm like what's his username I'll post him in this video of our kid and then what's I'm like what's his username and then I'm like oh yeah I blocked him because he's annoying and I have to react <laughs> yeah, I forgot when you blocked him also um no no I never had the like oh too cool to post or like what's the appropriate timeline to post this guy I'm like oh I just like met this dude I'm just gonna post him in the forest I don't give a shit we're like grandparents on Facebook basically yeah that's true but yeah it's been like it's been pretty fun like getting to know him and like I make this joke well I did just meet him yesterday and so you know he's like you know we're gonna get married and have babies and I'm like I just met this guy yesterday but like it's not even a joke I literally did well that's exciting well I'm excited for you I'm excited to meet him someday eventually well you might maybe he hasn't decided if he's coming like to if we're gonna go over on the ferry together this weekend and if not, I'll just go solo. But um, I booked a dodgy motel in uh, Pemberton for the Saturday night. <laughs> or the sun. Sorry, the Friday night after your heli drop. Nice. Nice. Um, Where are you staying on Thursday night? I'll probably just crash at my mom's and leave really, really early. And if he comes, then I'll just leave early and get a ride with Katie and Megan. Anyway, it's just like logistical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you, got, you got it sorted. So that's good. Um. Oh my god! I had other oh, things I feel like I wanted to talk to you about. I need to bitch about something to you, but we cannot record it. Just I'm just making a mental note. Remind That's me. That's so unfair to our listeners. That's such a dick thing to do. I know. But I like have to tell you. I meant to tell you this before. Anyway, well, now you have to supplement it with something else. Juicy. Okay. Um, my new toque is yellow, mustardy yellow. Which not exciting. Like- That's not an exciting piece of gossip. Hmm. Let's see. <laughs> hmm. 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 Um, fuck, I don't have anything. I guess I need something like juicy. Um, trying to figure out um, how to move with work. Are you, are you, how's your knee running related things? That's um, not exciting either, but it's kind of fits the theme of the podcast, which we have not touched on yet. Yeah, I try to run no more than two, three days a week. And I have an effusion, which is fluid in the knee joint. I call it obese knee. And I think I've already told you guys this. And then I have no, prog- like, I have no plan. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. I'm just yeah. hoping it will just, like, figure itself out after, like, a year and a half of this bullshit. Well, that's exciting. No, it's not. I cannot believe, by the time this comes out, the marathon is going to be in, like, two weeks. Three. Are you still doing it? Why would I not do it? I don't know. I've been training so hard for this stupid marathon. How's the road life? Uh, well, I guess like the good side is PBs are happening and it's fun because it's like first time ever like consistent speed work for enough time to like make a difference because last time I was all gung-ho for doing road speed, I got pregnant. And then after that, it was like stuff got canceled and only wanted to do long like FKT trail adventures. And, like, you definitely get to your, like, lazy, slow trail zone. Um, So I think it took, after Finlayson, October, November, December, January, February, March, that many months to feel like the speed work is, like, a thing now. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was fun. Like, the 5K went super well. Um, And, yeah, I'm excited for the marathon. But I am, like definitely over road long runs and super ready to get back into the trails um but equally my coach was like yeah this is really great that you can pb a 5k in the middle of a marathon build but like now 
maybe next fall try like just 5k training and I'm like hmm enticing also terrible um and Katie ran a fast 10k but so I'm gonna make her do it again without being in a marathon build as well I have so many things to say about this one it sucks that sperm derailed your first speed road training plans the first time around totally and also I talked to Katie on Friday or whatever the other day and she on the phone and she was like she was like oh my god Hillary's so fucking strong and fast and like and she thinks I'm stressed but I took two full weeks off because of COVID and then she was like um she's like she's so fucking strong and fast she was like she was like telling me about this and like you know just so fucking flabbergasted and like obviously really stoked for you oh well that's so nice but she took two weeks off for COVID and I am like I can't miss a workout and then we're almost close enough to like do speed workout together I know she like thrives on like the fresh legs stuff but also what was I gonna say um not COVID um oh I'm sure you're doing this but like I feel like when I'm road training which was never, which was like a million years ago. But like when you're doing a lot of like pavement pounding, I find that my, like your iron absorption is worse than when you're doing long trail stuff. Yeah. I take iron all the time anyways. Um, Yeah. But do you find that your like fatigue is a little bit different with road pounding? I find I'm way less fatigued to be honest. And I think it's just that like a two hour hard road run is like 24, 25 K or whatever. And, um, or like moderate pace. Right. And um, I can recover from that really quick as opposed to the crazy elevation where we're out there for like five or six hours. Yeah. So I'm just not as overall tired at all. Yeah. I'm not running a whole lot right now. Um, yeah. but I do think a sub 19 minute 5k is like a, a possibility one day. And now that's kind of what I'm dreaming of. Well, it's a lot easier than a sub three because it's so short. <laughs> Well, it's interesting you said about the 5K because I couldn't, like, I actually asked my coach the other day. I was like, I, things I would never, ever contemplate, but because I'm, I feel so strong and so fit and I have for the last, like, five months and I'm not running. Um, I'm just managing this fucking knee thing and probably had overdone it in the fall and winter. And uh, I feel really, really strong, but I just, yeah, just not in, like, running ways. And then... I said to her, I was like, oh, like, I would have never said this otherwise if I felt healthy to be like, oh, can you like, I actually would want to train a 5k because I'm like forced to not be running. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like short track stuff might be okay because it's like softer ground and stuff. Do a 5k with me. What? Do a 5k with me. Well, the accelerations do hurt a bit. Like when a boy and I were jogging on, we did like a flat eight mile on Saturday now my 16 miler is like a long run is like eight miles once a week. And, um, I was like at the end, he's like, Oh, you're like speeding up. And I was like, no, I literally just need to see if accelerations or a stride is like pissing me off today. And every day is different with the knee. Like it just fluctuates. And I think it's cause it's fluid. And so it literally moves Yeah, in my knee. Anyway. But that would be, I would be so stoked if we did a 5k race together. And it's, be- it's so good for you to train that distance, but I've never wanted to because I just wanted to keep going long. And so I've never been, I feel like this might be able to force me to do it. I don't know. It's super fun in a different way, to be honest. Like I totally almost DNF'd at 3k and then you're like, but well, we're almost oh, I've done. Heard, I've heard that that's like the fucking worst. Is like- oh my God. It's so bad. The, and then the fourth k is I always, it's so slow. It's so bad. And then you're like, okay, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Yeah. It's a cool like little mind fuck. But anyways, we did, we used to do this workout with VFAC and it was two times three miles. So it's basically like two 5k race effort or like, two, yeah. like not race, but people would say they wouldn't race the workouts at VFAC, but everyone fucking did. And cause you're kind of like chasing your friend and like, but yeah, I was on this Vancouver seawall and it was like two times, we just in the middle of winter time and it was dark. And I just remember like two times three miles. That was like a million years ago. But yeah. Questions for trail tips today. Is it just, we're just going to share people's hilarious comments? Yeah. Comment? And then we're just going to discuss and see how we feel. There was a couple of like, what do you guys do about this? But at first, like I thought we might get questions, but the outpouring of comments like was so intense and so fast. Um, and I have tried to collect all of them but I might have lost one or two. So if you wrote one in and I didn't read it, I'm really, really sorry. I tried to get as many and I like checked, but it was getting kind of confusing because um, I feel like Instagram like changes the order of the comments all the time and I wasn't yeah. able to sort out my Wait. life. Was Were they mostly on the comments on the post or did anyone slide? 
No, there was probably half DMs too. Oh, okay. So some of them are names and some of them are Instagram names. Um, And then I tried to split it up into like people who love it, people who hate it, and people in between. And there certainly is a lot of in-betweens, which probably is common. So but. yeah, because I think, so I'm wondering if like it would be of, ser- of service as I serve, <laughs> I just serve the trail community. Um, would it be of service, Hillary, if we both explained our, well, I do have like, yeah, like our experience slash history with the app or with the platform. And then, because I kind of had like a, like, mine's developed over the years, yeah, and I think yours is really interesting. I think it is. I think part of the reason everybody wanted to share was it totally is beneficial for other people to be like, oh, I'm not the only one that responds to this this way. Yeah, yeah. Some people have solutions of how they've had to use it or like get through times that has bothered them to still get the benefits. Um, it's so yeah, fascinating. Want... Sorry? Go ahead. Do you want to tell us about your your journey? Right. Yeah, my big... <laughs> I'll just read you my Strava essay. Yeah, like it's fascinating all the emotions that are tied up tied up into like this social media thing. Like, like people have so many different feelings or lack of feelings or whatever. And then I think we often forget that like jogging can exist without Strava because some people are very tied up in it. And that's not, there's nothing wrong with being tied up in Strava at all. Like there's no judgment. You can use it. It's like any social media platform, use it for how you wish, whatever serves you great. Um, But like, so kind of like my history with it is like, history <laughs> means drama we go way back but like right when it was first kind of like opened and I was running with VFAC and in, in like this John Hills group in Vancouver um it was like right around the time however many years ago when Strava first came out so I don't know eight years ago seven years ago I don't even know maybe it was around for longer but it was kind of when it shifted from like just the cycling platform because remember it was like just for cyclists yeah and I remember I didn't know about it and people were like talking about it when I was riding my bike a lot. Yeah. And then they, and then it became like, knowledge. it was like just a cyclist thing. And then it became like a cyclist sort of a runner thing anyway. And so I was like, this is not for me. So I know myself like doing, getting caught up in numbers and like anything, whether it's a fucking, you know, too much data with like speed work or, you know, a scale or like, anything competitive in the gym like I just have to kind of purposely avoid getting too fixated on numbers because for me like I'm an all-or-nothing person and sometimes if I get too fixated on numbers or data I only think of that and I don't actually have any balance so I know I knew back in the day that this wouldn't really serve me because I would get into like the comparison trap and it wasn't good for like the way I operate you find when you get too obsessed with the numbers that you can't like judge how your body is feeling yep 100 percent. that was probably part of it too and I'd spent a lot of years working on that whether it's like with training or just like in general and I'm still really not great at that like hence this injury cycle and so and so back in the day like it was like this really fun thing and the my friends in VFAC made it this fun thing they're like oh my god just come on and I was like I don't want to like really see what you guys are doing and like I don't really like technology and I think back then I didn't have a smartphone like 2013, 2014 or whatever. And then, and then I realized like how fun it was. Cause they were just, it was almost like people were fighting for more kudos. And so a bunch of my friends in VFAC were like, oh, how many kudos you get? Like, it was like a kudos war. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll fucking go on this stupid thing and give you guys kudos. So it started off me getting an account to give my friends kudos because they wanted the fucking kudos. And I just made an account and I never uploaded. I never whatever, like, and even if I did upload, it was always private. And then right when I was like healing from, or around the same time as my pubis injury, which was like two-ish, two, three years ago, um, maybe three years ago, I started like, oh, let's like, I got really into thinking that making captions for your Strava activity was like so fun. It became like my creative outlet. And then I was like, so I would only post privately to my followers, but I just had such a fun time making captions. Like it was like, I would be on this run and the motivation for the run would be like, what funny caption can I make myself laugh with today? I remember that. I loved it. So that was the first time that I actually posted somewhat, not publicly publicly, but sort of 
because I had so much fun with making captions and I loved, I loved seeing my friends' captions and I loved seeing what my friends were doing. And I just like, I really liked it. And then when my pubis wasn't healing, I was like looking at everything I had done and not tried. And I was like, what's the variable here? And I'm like, oh, it's my Strava being obsessed with making Strava captions. I don't think it's helping me heal. So then I just unfollowed everyone. And now I upload just to myself because I actually like the way that they accumulate your own personal data, not to see like, but then it's also can be problematic for me because if I'm trying to keep mileage low, I'll be like, I have to hit this certain amount of mileage per week. And then I get fixated on arbitrary numbers. So it, it goes back and forth. And I just personally with my own bullshit, the way I operate the world need to be really cautious with like how I use it and how I'm engaging with it. But even like, oh, you know, I'll creep you and Katie and people on like the odd time and just want to see what you did on the weekend and just like make a fucking, like make a weird comment on your post. Those are always funny tweets. They just like pop up. Tosho just pops up on Strava and then like people like, (laughs) people follow her. She's like, oh, this bitch isn't following anybody and she doesn't even post and she like doesn't do anything. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. But one last thing I'll say about this. The only, I'll do like weird things with public if I do something and I'm like, oh, I got a sick segment and I think it's funny, I'll then I'll be public because I want to fucking show up randomly on like a segment or something. Like if I went back and like did Tosho Loop in North Fan and got really fast, I'd probably post it publicly. <laughs> and then when we were running out of gear and it really went well. And then when I'm like ranting a lot about Strava right now, which is probably the purpose of this. And then in the summer when friends, we I decided to make my weekly like hardest ride on the fucking island weekly and we rode up Mount Washington and I was like this is so fucking stupid like why do I make this routine for myself because it's just the hardest fucking ride it's the hardest thing ever and I would like and then I was like so by the end of the summer when it the weather turned I was like okay I'm gonna make all those rides public because I just this is ridiculous that I've done this so much and like I just had to be the local legend because it was such a painful weekly experience <laughs> so then I went public for that. So like people will like look at me like the only thing I'm public for is like riding at my Washington right now. Sounds like you've really thought out your relationship with Strava. Oh no, it's like there's a lot of like there's a lot of like I think a lot of people have like different attachments and mental health. I totally that we're gonna get into them. I'm gonna save mine for the end, I think, because <laughs> I just talk too much. It's well, it's very similar to a lot of people's on here. I do feel like I'm pretty lucky in the sense of my like social media like use has been pretty good. Um, Like I like to go on there for the dopamine hit and be like, that's what I'm getting. And then I can put it down and be like, I don't need that again for a while. And it like doesn't fuck with me too much. Um, If I was like injured or something, like some people say, I think it might be more of an issue. Um, but I'll get into the things I like and dislike about it as we go. However, let's read some of these. So like I said, I tried to split them up and there's mostly in the middle. How about, should I just read all of the negative ones and then you want to make a comment and then we'll do the medium and go on? So did you categorize them the first ones you wrote down or the negative ones? Yeah. So let's just get those. Let's just yes. write, read those ones. Also, this morning I did so many box jumps and every time I was like, Gloria, oh, I'm doing a box jump. Okay, it's funny you say that because part of the workout today was box jumps and I'm doing step ups. One, because of my knee. Two, because I literally can't jump either. So there's this, yeah. there's, this, um, there's this girl named Della. She's like 11 or 12 and she comes in with her dad on a, my, with my lunchtime crew. And she was, she looks at me and she goes, she points to like the smallest, shortest box. This is like an hour ago. And she looks at me, she's like, oh, like, are you going to use that one? Or are you going to use like the one? And I was like, Della, I can't do the box jumps, but like, and basically she wanted to know, can I use the fucking kid one or not? Like, and I was like, but I was like, Oh, I can't. So I go on into this like rant about my like injury slash can't jump. And she was like, can I take the box? Like, <laughs> She also didn't even believe me when I was like, yeah, I can't even clear that one. And she was like, what? I was like, true story, Della. Like I'll just be stepping up over here on this box. <laughs> I promise you're just in your head. How many did you do? I don't know. What was it? It was like five sets of 15 or something after deadlifts. Yeah. So we did like a minute of like different exercises and one of them was box jumps, but I had to step up. So like, but I think it's partly the knee too. Um, and to be fair, on one of them, I wasn't really paying attention. And I just didn't get off the ground and I just jumped straight into the box. 
that happens every now and again. And I, that's my biggest fear also. And I showed her and I said, look, Della, I was like, I'm trying to jump off the ground and I can't even get higher than the, like the baby one. And she's like, what? <laughs> she's like 12. being like, who is this idiot? Baker's getting a lot of height for his weight recently. I'm really impressed. He's doing really good at his jumps. Well, I wish I did jumps when I was Baker's age because clearly this would have helped. <laughs> Sausagey jumps. Also, there's one video, last thing before I start reading, where he started with his arms down and slowly throughout the run put the one pointer finger up and it was really loud. <laughs> and by the end it was just like straighting the straight in the air. It was like slow motion. It was so good. He's gonna be like one of those people that like wins the like whatever half marathon with like the the classic like finger up just like breaking the tape. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So these are people that have had bad experiences with Strava. From the Ice Princess, I've never been on Strava, but I've asked people, but people ask me to get on it. For me, I feel like I would get too consumed with it and probably feel like I was inadequate. Trail running and running in general is my happy place, and I wouldn't want to possibly lose that. Yeah, I think that's the, the common fear. Deers for dinner. I don't know if I wrote that down right or not, but I'm so happy to hear you address this topic. Strava is the devil and plays so <laughs> And plays so hard on my mental state. I feel guilty for not running when I see my friends clocking big miles. I get anxious when I run with other people as I know how much faster they can go. So I worry I'm holding them back, which then leads me to be doing more alone to feel less competitive. And yet at the same time, I enjoy being able to track my own progress. I've used Strava for almost 10 years and it wasn't until I moved to BC that this shift occurred. I'd love to know what advice you have for managing a want to be in the community that Strava offers. Mm but remaining upbeat and not becoming defeatist is to see others achieve what you feel is impossible. I love your podcast, by the way. It's so honest and more honesty is needed. Thank you. Um, that's a good question. Should we chat about that? Actually, hold on. Let me read the last negative one and then we'll talk about that question. Okay. So Petra said, I had Strava briefly. I couldn't get out of the comparison trap. I deleted it and never went back. I like to be inspired and motivated by others doing cool things once in a while, but I have a daily basic log of every workout everyone is doing feels really overwhelming, but too half. Yeah. It's like anything we've kind of discussed, like know your truth and like know your why. So like if your truth is like, yeah, this is like not good for my mental health and sanity, then like there, there's no need to like have any pressure of like you should or shouldn't be using a social media platform. I think people forget that it's a social media platform and I really appreciate it. So many people, I like labeling it that way because it is, right? It's not, it's a social media thing. It's like a fun thing. You can choose to be a part of it or you can choose to not be a part of it. And I think people can also forget that what appears on Strava in terms of like crowns or legends or whatever isn't necessarily the only thing that exists, right? Like there's people like deers for dinner that like might be more intrinsically motivated. And if, if you're extrinsically motivated, likely Strava is like, you might like it a lot more than people that are intrinsically motivated. Like Strava can unmotivate me. I don't need to be in that comparison trap. That actually deters me from being an athlete, listening to my body, you know, learning new things about myself and my, and my whatever achievements or goals. As soon as I personally get into that comparison trap or get too fixated on what other people are doing, um, yeah, it doesn't serve me at all. Yeah. And I think to narrow that down to her question, what advice you have for managing wanting to be in the community, but remaining upbeat and not becoming defeatist as you see others achieve what you feel is impossible. I have an idea. Um, you have an idea. Too. I, it might've even been Katie. Cause I was telling about another friend that's not on it because they're, they're worried. What if somebody else sees that I did a bad run and my brain was like, oh, no one gives a shit. Like, we're so selfish. People do not care. Yeah. If I go out and run a, like, a walk shuffle. And I do a lot of, like, mm -hmm. jog, walk the dog, pick up poo, shuffle around. And the pace sometimes looks terrible. And I have learned to just not give a shit. And for competitive people like me, I'm like, you know what? I'll show up to a race one day. And, like, that's where I get to show, like, all the hard work or something. Mm -hmm. But no one's really judging my paces. And also when you're scrolling through Strava, I'll do a lot of like, kudos, 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 kudos. And yeah. 
I see the total mileage and maybe the time. I have no idea how fast that person went. So no one else, unless they're like specifically worried about your running, is going through what you're actually doing. Like Katie and I check out each other's workouts because we're doing the same workouts to like see mm-hmm. what's going on. And that's the only person I've ever inspected what they're doing, probably ever. Um, and then trying to just change how you view what other people are do you feel is impossible is like use that as recognition that it is possible um and it could be possible for you and it's more like inspiring than anything and I do know what you mean because sometimes I see some like 12 year old throw down a 15 minute 5k and I'm like what is the point but then I'm just like oh that's so cool like maybe there's potential for me to run faster if I want to um and last thing I'll say especially if you're in BC one thing I've really come to notice, and it was funny because an athlete of mine actually, who was just a road runner, asked if I had an injury because I was only logging trail miles and they didn't look at the elevation and they don't know what the North Shore is like. So yeah, oh. a 12 minute kilometer is actually really fucking fast where I was running, but this oh. person thought I had like broken my femur and they were like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, what do you mean? I went straight up. So there's so many variables that like, yeah. there's no way of knowing there's also so many variables in like how the data is configured because like for example you're like different watches different brands different ways that that technology uploads to the strava technology like we all know that like katie gets like three more k than you every run if you're doing the same thing not anymore now i've got a soon toe and we're we're better (laughs) happy um but but i also find hers will auto pause and take out time that we stood at red lights and stuff mine doesn't so either my pace changes or I stop my watch, which drives her fucking crazy. But I have to because my training peaks plan is done in time. And otherwise my coach would be like, why are you always doing two hours over? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I stopped and talked to my friends. So there's so much shit that goes on. And I don't know enough about technology, but I know that like your auto pause on your Strava versus your watch versus like knowing it's like there's so many other weird shit that goes down. So like oh, so the, the data that shows up in the feed is like, you know, take it with a grain of salt like you were saying, all the variables. But what I actually find really inspiring, what what really inspires me about Strava is like seeing really accomplished or like athletes that are really good at listening to their body or like just really strong and know how to like tune in. So for example, my friend Logan, I actually will creep him because one, he has hilarious captions, but this guy runs a 108 half marathon. Like he's no fucking joke. But what inspires me about him, I'll actually look at his easy effort runs which are obviously the majority of his runs. And it's not his fast workouts that inspire me or his race pace that inspires me. It's like, he doesn't fuck with easy effort. So like, if I went on an easy jog with Logan, like right now, his easy pace, he's like a Kenyan. His easy effort, I would be like, oh my God, are we walking? Because he doesn't fuck around with it, right? It like builds mitochondria and he goes, and most people we know are doing their easy efforts too fast. And so I find that really inspiring. When you look at these like really awesome athletes that like they don't fuck with easy. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That is such a good point. I love that as well. And then on the flip side, maybe not flip side, maybe it is. I've also found that like following friends of mine that I know are new to running um, or even people Mm -hmm. that coach in some cases. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like their first 5k and their first 10k and these are not like award-winning paces but they're these this person like a huge goal for them and like commenting how stoked I am which I like actually am um and getting energy out of like being excited for people whether you know them or not that are accomplishing these things instead of being like annoyed that they are I guess I I remember when Alicia's, this is years ago, Alicia's, when I was following people on Strava, Alicia's mom, when she got Strava and she was living in, um, Sparwood, I think it's called like, um, like near Fernie. And, um, I started following Alicia's mom cause she would do these like 3k walks every day after work and she would Strava it. And I fucking loved giving her kudos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, it took a long time to get there. Um, just competitive wise to be like, Oh, that girl beat me in a race, but instead to be on her Strava, like, holy shit, that's so cool that you can, like, do that. Yeah. <laughs> the the other thing I would, like, suggest for Dears for Dinner, who's looking for suggestions, is something that Tara Holland suggested to me, like, when I wasn't healing from the pubis injury. She goes, yeah, that's why I don't follow anybody. I think she only follows Brendan, her husband. So she's like, 
I don't follow anyone like because so she likes the data like I do like I like kind of seeing the way that they that they accumulate the data on Strava and like the platform in that way and like the different features for my own shit to look back on but Tara doesn't follow anyone because like she knows it's not helpful for her right this person did part put in part of their question that they want to be a part of the like community that's traveling. Well, you can do what I do and you can just like create people you want to give kudos to. Yeah. I was gonna say, you can also like, you can have 10 friends, your 10 people that you like on there. It doesn't need to be like a public thing. Yeah. And also also, like, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I get what she means or he, whatever means like to be in the, not whatever, but like, I didn't know the person's pronoun. So I'm going to just say whatever they (laughs) Um, when they say community that Strava offers, like, yeah, I would like, I would kind of unpack that a bit to be like, what about the community do you feel that Strava is offering you? And if it's knowing what those 10 people are doing, or if it's like people's captions, then like follow Logan, you know? Yeah. Um, or try a couple of weeks without it and see if you feel better or worse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Medium really- one. I'll just read all these because there's a lot. Boy, I started- Boy, started, when people follow me on Strava, I find it so funny. I'm like, you're going to be bored. <laughs> There's nothing there. Super disappointing for you. Um, okay, so, Lindsay. Ooh, good one. Strava. Wait, hold on. Wait, Hillary, you need to write. You just, did you say what? So, Hillary classified these, as she said. So, we just read all negative. And what did you call the next category? Medium. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the medium Strava category, everybody. <laughs> Well, what's in between positive and negative? I guess I could have said neutral. Medium? Or Switzerland? I don't know. (laughs) Medium. I uh, used to want to, like, excel at things, and now I just want to be on a long journey to being average. Being medium. (laughs) That's why I fucking hate the hashtag um, allergic to average. I'm like, no, 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 no. If you have longevity and you've been fucking average your whole life, you're going to be way more consistent and you're probably going to crush a lot more things and people that burn out. And yeah. Hashtag medium Tory, medium hill. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, average. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just here to be mediocre at best. I'm just going to averagely raise this child. (laughs) Which is a lot safer than like trying to do shit that like could be dangerous. Oh, you know what? Just fit in. Um, okay. Ooh, Just good fit in. On the bell curve. Get on your. Get yourself on the bell curve. <laughs> um, motivating because you get to see all the cool goals everyone is crushing. Although dangerous because I'm guilty of not running my easy. <gasps> easy yeah, run. Lindsay, I just said that. Yeah, and I love the honesty on that because that took. That is the one thing that took a while to get over, to be like, doesn't matter. Um, Okay, FOMO is usually for me seeing what other people are up to if it's a race adventure that I was considering. Yes, common. But I feel like it's a good balance of competition, inspiration, and support. Um, So that's a healthy relationship. Do I get to read any? or Yeah, I was just going to say, do you want to read this one from Rachel? Yeah. Excuse me, I just burped. Strava Thoughts. I think if you have a healthy relationship with comparison to others, it's a great training tool. That's well said. If you have a history with comparison or feelings of inadequacy in sports, then can be a little dicey. Getting two kudos on a shakeout run, but 50 on a hard effort long run feels a bit weird, but I'm sure that some people don't have that feeling at all. So I think it's very individual to a person's mental health. Really well said. Yes. Agreed. Do you want to read Susie as well? Sure. I use Strava to track my own progress and see my stats for the week slash month slash year because I love data. I don't give a rip how fast slash long other folks are running. One of my favorite functions of Strava is the ability to download someone's trail adventure so I can go out and give that route a try. I agree. That's why I have premium, which makes no sense because I don't follow anyone. I might get a little bit lost and I might, I might get... Probably I might not. I might not. It's all part of the adventure we call trail running. That's sweet. Yeah. Tara below is similar to Susie, I would say, with what I know about Tara. is like, Tori knows my thoughts on this. I love Strava for a training tool because she likes data also. And I love the route making feature, which she's done for our birthdays, which is helpful. 
but I don't follow anyone. I don't feel the need to see what everyone else is running all the time. Just seems like a recipe for unnecessary at best and unhealthy at worst comparison. I sometimes creep my friends to give them kudos, but that's about it. Ha. Huh. Also, the CR stocking drives me crazy. Haha. <laughs> okay, apparently I have many thoughts. So, Wait, so the one like CR I ever got that was like medium reasonable was I think it was Tara's. And I think we hadn't really spoken to each other much. And I just got a text from her that was like, you and Katie just stole my CR that I had for 12 years <laughs> when we ran to Opal Cone one time. And I was like, yes, this is why Strava is so funny. Those random emails that you get was like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Tara, like, so the difference between Tara not following anyone and me not following anyone, I don't post anything publicly, really, unless I would, like, you know, take someone's CR and that was funny. But, like, um, Tara, like, Tara posts her runs, I think, most of them publicly, so she'll show up on, like, the leaderboards and stuff. Um, but I've seen her and Brendan have a pretty really awesome, no, I don't know if awesome is the right word, but they have a pretty fascinating relationship with Strava because I, like, literally had dinners with them where – we'll end up talking about like, well, DBD constructing our relationships with Strava because the two of them are like, they're pretty into it. And at one time when they were in Kajikistan and I was house sitting them, um, this is how weird our friends are. So Julian, Alicia's husband made a segment remotely. So they were running laps around the university they were at Tara and Brendan and Julian, who's really good at technology made a segment for Tara and Brendan and it was so funny because you can't really do that unless you're doing the thing or something. And it just became this like hilarious joke because all of a sudden they ran it and like they had this segment and it was because Julian remotely was like making it. Anyway, it's not as funny unless the data geeks tell you about this, but um, they have a very fascinating relationship with Strava. Sometimes the funny ones, she's also called me out because it was like she ran for some reason like down the seat of sky and we were laughing so hard because she's like, no one knows this is a segment. Like literally part of the major highway and the only people that have ever for some stupid reason run down there is like 10 of our friends yeah because it was i think it was the when we ran to whistler a few times it's that part it might be when yeah and we're, we're all the only ones that have like just ran the road to whistler yeah like this there's a 5k sea to sky highway segment that's off the sea to sky trail that you have yeah. to go on the highway um and it's also, believe it or not it's also really funny because if Tara and Brendan notice that like someone's got a really high CR, they'll be like, they'll flag, I've seen them. I'll be like beside them, they'll flag the person and they'll report them to Strava because they'll be like they on a bike. It. Yeah. That's great. Um, okay. Running Rockies. For me, the Strava pros outweigh the cons. I can be guilty of comparing myself to others and that does sometimes result in feeling jealous or less proud of my achievements. But I love seeing when my friends complete a crazy objective or absolutely nail a racer workout or snake a crown they have been working towards. Mm-hmm. Again, just as excited to dive into data on their activity as I do to my own and feel a sense of community from it. Three pet peeves though. Local gen <laughs> local legend is the dumbest feature on it. <laughs> Two, I wish you could comment gifts on Strava activities. And three, Strava eating yoga. Okay. I think the gift thing is going to come to the Strava platform for sure. I think that's a really good thing that Elizabeth has recommended or like anticipated. Um, I think local legend is the fucking funniest thing ever. Like it makes me laugh. And that's why like I made my Washington thing public. It is ridiculous. And okay. So somebody else commented on the Strava and yoga and I get it because I also am like, this is stupid. I don't need to see this, but because if you're like me, which I'm sure a lot of people are, your coach monitors what you do through training peaks. And he will put yoga in there for me sometimes. And he also puts tenna in the, tennis in there because I have asked him to put tennis in there. Because I need to know if I'm super tired of getting injured, uh, getting an injury, that like I might forget that I played like honestly one week, 11 hours of singles <laughs> tennis. So if it's not in there... Then I am like, oh, I wasn't running that much. Like, what could have possibly yeah. gone wrong? So my watch is connected to my training peaks. So I turn it on when yeah. I do those things. And then if I'm not paying attention, it just shows up on Strava. But I, if I remember, I actually go into Strava and delete it right away because it's stupid. Because the tennis ones, people are like, what the actual fuck is this? Wait, is there a tennis icon for a Strava activity? No, so it's just this activity and it's like a square and just like squiggles for days. Oh, that's what you're doing. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? It's not even a track. Yes. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. Oh, sorry. It's my, it's my tennis and my training peaks. But you don't even write in Strava. You don't even write tennis. It's just like activity. I'm like, what is she doing this? What is she doing? No, exactly. That's because I usually delete them. But if I'm like, oh, okay, I finished tennis. I hit stop my watch and now I go get my kid or something. I and you have it as the running tennis. setting? Pardon me? On your watch? Is it on the run setting? No, it's on tennis. But oh, the watch Strava has tennis, but Strava has it as like a whatever. Strava doesn't have a tennis feature, but my yeah. watch does and Training Peaks does. Or it has a. What is Strava? What is Strava uploaded as? Morning activity. But what's like the little icon thing? Um, I think it's just like a line. Let me check. I'm sure I've got loads of tennis in here. <laughs> I thought it was running. I was like, is she in a fucking? She looks she like she's in working on her lateral movement there. No, it looks yeah, like you're in um, like lines. It looks very confusing. It looks like you're kind of like twirling or something. Like, I don't really know. Like twirling well, practice. This one was an hour, two hours of doubles, which was only 3K, but still. It's only That's two hours, much. right? So you play for long enough. Like a singles game sometimes is like 5K of running. Holy shit. Yeah. I know. I fucking love tennis. I'm so bad at it. I miss tennis a lot. Um... There was something else. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a really good point, though, because what you said about the yogaing thing, like, I don't put, I don't bring my watch to the gym and I don't put, I don't upload for my own sake. Like, I don't look at, I should, but I don't put in lifting. So sometimes I'll go to lifting too much. And so I have a training platform. I forget what it's, Final Surge, that I use with Chessa to record everything. And so I can see it on that calendar, like, oh, I've been lifting too much. That's why I'm fucking exhausted right now. Or... But if I don't, but sometimes I'll forget. I'll be like, why am I so tired? And I was like, oh, yeah, I did too much shit the last few weeks because I didn't actually, like, I didn't think about, like, I don't count lifting, which is really fucking stupid. Yeah, I know. Exactly. And so I do the same thing with lifting. Like, half the time I track it and half the time I don't. Um, when the, but when it was just too much time on feet where I was like, I need to know what's happening here. That's smart. When the lifting coach found out that I was using it as a rest day he like was like are you like what the fuck and I was like yeah that's true I shouldn't do that yeah no I, I hear you on that one uh okay Mac Deasy Strava is my favorite dating app I know people that have been married got like met their husband wife because of creeping segments that is so funny if my I found a guy that was like doing the segment every day at the same time I'd hundred percent stock that way i'm not gonna name names i know i will name one because he was an old friend of mine from bfac he met his partner Corey. i remember he was like oh, i'm really into this girl and i was like oh how'd you meet her he's like bursting out laughing he's like i met her like on strava because she lives downtown vancouver and we were and i was looking at the segments and then he kept seeing her name she's like Tori. he's like she's like so fast like so fast like way under sub three and I was like oh like so then he like messaged her on Strava or like commented they have been together for like over seven years I love it that's so amazing that's so amazing okay he's like speed goggles he's speed goggles and then he like wanted to do her we have too many we need to we need to go through some things okay read Meg's okay Meg is this Meg Wing I don't know I don't think so I just have to avoid checking Strava when I'm injured or sick or not running very much for whatever reason. It's motivating when I want to be motivated, i.e. training for something and running a bunch, but can be disheartening when I'm not. I do love seeing how awesome my Strava buddies are at doing stuff, though. Lull to the comment regarding Strava yoga, Strava and yoga. Some people Strava everything. <laughs> Again, refer to the last 10 minutes. Trails free running. Aiming for finless and arm as my cherry on top. Yeah. Race this year. Strava does give me FOMO, especially when I'm stuck at work with a gorgeous sunny day knowing that I can't run after work due to life in my kind of way. Being a mom of three boys and two labs, I'm proud to say I use social media in my community's advantage to bring active people together. Love your podcast. Need more episodes, please. We'll try. Like twice a week. Did you want like twice a week? (laughs) Jennifer, social media causes more FOMO. Oh yeah, because I asked for comparison. Because so many friends are traveling or living in warm places. Strava doesn't cause FOMO for me because most everyone I follow is so, so much faster. I can't even begin to compare. (laughs) Or there are three people here in Kodiak that have Strava and I'm just happy to see who's out there and cheer for them. Strava actually makes me feel accomplished right now because I started a running again post COVID and it was terrible. Maybe once I start wanting to be fast, instead of just being happy, I can breathe and run. I will get FOMO. I like that one. I like that. That's nice. I don't know what worse Kodiak. 
Um, North. Oh, yeah, yeah. She said it was cold. I don't know. Okay, you read Jules. Jules. I like Strava for the data keeping track of shoe miles, etc. But I'm right there with the Strava-ing yoga. (laughs) (laughs) I do Strava yoga every day now just to piss everybody off. But I have to add, when I see 20 minutes of morning activity with no explanation of what type of workout they did, my mind goes right to the gutter. Just me. Oh my God, I never thought of that. Oh my God, that's so funny. Strava boning. (laughs) And I like that that's all that she wrote. (laughs) Oh my God, that's how have I not thought of that? Morning activity. Obviously you're boning. 20 minutes? 20 minutes. I gotta log this with the heart rate monitor. I tried to keep mine on during birth, but battery ran out. (laughs) (laughs) Week long activity. What the fuck was this? Five days. Five day activity. Fuck you, battery. (laughs) You just have birthing. (laughs) Birthing. (laughs) Strava's gonna have so many ideas for this episode. Oh, I wonder if they'll pay us for it. They Probably should. not. Uh, okay, do you want to read Jordan Mackey's? Sure. So many thoughts. I'm only just reaching the stage of maturity slash confidence to accept that I don't have I don't have the same time or terrain available to train as a lot of the athletes I follow. Looking at you, Squamish crew, <laughs> and that my parenting choices also limit my training. I had to really ask myself what I valued more and remember that the tiny kid face is short in the grand scheme. I can't train like I did at 25, but I can still get enough in to have fun. I also love looking at the data that Strava gives with a grain of salt because sometimes it isn't super accurate. Yes. For me, it's about recognizing when I'm getting caught up in it and stepping back. Yeah, that's a good call. Does she mean my parenting choices as in like having children? (laughs) I feel like she means like the childcare, like the dad arrangement. I don't know. Okay, hilarious. Okay, Jen, this is an awesome awesome topic for trail tips. I also think it might be my favorite dating app, although I still need to meet someone on it. <laughs> I love the amazing ability to see what others' rad rates are. I fixed that sentence in my own brain. When I was working through the effects of post-COVID vaccine, I had to go on completely private mode because I felt so slow and discouraged. It, I took quite a few months to get away from the data and focus on the joy of running and being in the forest. Now I'm happy to be tracking my activity again, and it's good And it is a good tool to see how my body is doing and how that is reflected in how I am feeling. Mixed emotions for sure. Oh, and the FOMO. Like how does he, she, they have time to run, ride, act that much? No kids. Thanks so much and can't wait to hear the podcast. It's kind of like similar. I'm noticing so many parallels between this and Instagram or like any other social media app. Totally right. Um, And then, okay. So before we discuss more, let's read because there's not very many. The full lover's is the last column name oh the full lover okay she's categorized this as full lovers we got negative medium and full lover just so the <laughs> audience knows what's going on here so is it it in these, this was like this i wasn't word? laughing this was the most reasonable thing to tell these <laughs> i was like full lover i also think full lover was a handle on instagram like kate hot katie is full lo- at full lover so Katie's, Katie's post is hot Katie the one that we did a a run with in the Dolly, your friend yes okay not that Katie Mills isn't fucking smoke show but the Katie that I met through you is okay I know who you're talking about <laughs> full lover <laughs> I'm gonna change I'm gonna change my Instagram handle to full lover hunger and then you can be hungry. I'll be full lover and you can be hungry lover. I want to be medium lover. Medium lover. <laughs> Nothing about Strava here. <laughs> okay. Katie's is actually really good. It's so unique because she's so creative. Okay, you cry. I'll read Hot Katie's. Okay, <laughs> okay Hot Katie says... Love Strava. Use it more than Instagram these days. One, even when I'm not doing a lot myself, I like to see where everyone else is running slash biking or climbing. Two, this has happened recently. If I know a friend is feeling depressed and I see that they do a little run in the morning before work, it 
it lets me know that they're trying to get out of their funk and I send them extra encouragement. Oh my God, I love that. Three, I I follow people who don't know me but run cool trail routes in Squamish or Pell River. And it sort of allows me to get to know the trails there that way. Love that. I've definitely directly swiped a route from a stranger and done it the following weekend. And I hear myself say, wow, I see that someone's done something incredible. Case in point, your 350-kilometer race the other day. She's complimenting (laughs) you. Oh, lastly, now we have a little picture of Hot Katie. Lastly, (laughs) I don't – she's so hot. Lastly, I don't have the same negative effects FOMO from Strava like Instagram. I just get psyched. It's encouraging. However, that may be related to the fact that I'm a casual runner and not a pro. I suppose it could cause stress for someone who is a sponsored runner and they're constantly bombarded with other people's fast runs, but I can't speak to that. She's so full of shit. She's fast. I know she is. But I do kind of get that where it's like, if I am watching other people play tennis, I have no like FOMO or jealousy because I'm so out of my realm of like what I would ever relate to that it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, yeah, oh, well, that's there's really no, cool. when you're like first day, like first day, it's for me, 10 months into lifting class at this gym specifically in Courtney, every day is my first day. And yeah. I have no agenda, I have no agenda because I know I don't want to get into the comparison trap. But the no thing I do, have, even if I try to not have an agenda with running, I will always have agenda. I will always compare myself to where I was or wasn't, or like I have, it's, that's the way I think. I think in running. If I was a surfer, I'd probably think in surfing, like a surfboarder. <laughs> but yeah it's like what you're used to so it's easy to compare if you're used to running if running's your drug of choice you're gonna think in those terms but like lifting's not my drug of choice so I don't give a shit yeah yeah exactly that's the exact way if it's not your drug of choice it doesn't matter okay so this one I don't know if you're gonna get this or not if you're up in the pop culture um if you're up in pop culture what do I live I do live under a rock actually okay keep going okay okay so read this next one and see if it makes you laugh Okay, how do you spell that? How do you pronounce that name? I don't know. Kate, I, I struggled this morning. Kalira? Kalira? Oh, She's going to... Kalira? Maybe? I know, it's a really cool name, but she'll have to send us a, like a... Kalira. Thing. Yeah. Kalira? I love Strava for seeing routes I've never ran before and seeing how they tackled it. I have found so many hidden gems from following other people. Social media is too fake for me. You only see what they want you to see. Strava posts what your watch says. There's ways around that. Um, so the hidden gems didn't laugh, make you laugh. What hidden? Okay, so there's this thing with like this Julia Fox that was dating Kanye West, and she on a podcast tried to say uncut gems, but like it came out of her mouth like uncut gems, and like oh, it has been this like I'll send you the link after. It has been like the biggest thing on like pop culture podcasts, which isn't something I listen to often, but I just happened to catch somebody talking about it, and it made me laugh. Anyways, total oh. sidebar. Yeah, um, I do live under a rock. Yeah, I know. Okay, so last two. My tradition is to upload a photo from every run. When I scroll through, it gives me nostalgia and reminds me of why I love running outdoors and how much better life is since I started running. Would not have had these cool experiences otherwise. I try not to look at paces, mine or others, unless I am trying to get a PB, which is rare. Do you like to track long-term trends, but it's not that great for... Not that great unless you pay, which I can't justify at the moment. It's um, weird that I'm a premium cool. member. It's weird. No, they force you into that with the rooting. Okay, and then my favorite one. Oh my god, I love Emma. it. So funny. Do the honors. Okay, Emma. Shout out, Paul River, Emma. Um, okay, so Strava. Obviously, I like it for the reasons that we all like every social media platform. It's a way to connect and share, and I feel like it holds me accountable. But my favorite thing about Strava is that when I take my ex's crowns, I know Strava sends him an email that says, uh-oh, Emma Noon took your crown. It's honestly sometimes the reason that I push it on my speed workouts. That was the best. Absolutely hilarious. And I need to say two things about Emma. You did the same thing. It's N-U-N-N, so it's Nun. She's not a Noon tablet. It's Emma Nun, but you, you know, it's probably... Really hard to, it's really hard to do that. Oh, you it's think it's a really Noon tablet. It's not electrolytes and also Port Alberti. And um, also, back to Emma, I feel like I know her because she's just... She so looks like me. Sure. Yeah, actually, kind of. I feel like I know her because, like, 
I don't know her. I've never actually met her, but we live kind of close by. And she actually helped me when I got Strava Premium this summer because of like getting the roots. She actually helped me on this like really cool route she did at Aerosmith and Coakley. And like we were messaging a bunch about it. And it like built that connection, which was great because she was like stoked for me to try the route. And then I used her map and then I could like message her while I was like on the trail to be like, oh, is this the right way to go or whatever? And I only would have known that. Well, I think I knew it because from her Instagram. But because of my Strava premium, really just selling premium right now, and I could just download the route. But that was really cool because I moved to this new place and I knew that, you know, there's, you know, easy trails, but she lives there. And so I was like, oh, okay, she just did this yesterday. Like, I'm going to go try it because I know it's like an accessible trail. Yeah. Yeah. She's super cool. And I used to think there was nowhere to run around in that area. And so I. That's like usually where I go. Pardon That's me? where I go now for when I go for like, you know, the net, like if I don't go to Strathcona, I'm going out to Port Alberni. It's actually where we had our first date. Oh, well, we should all try to get together with Emma and do a run out there and she can make us a cool route. Well, we could go for the hen party on the way to the hen party. That, that is a good idea, actually. Um, okay. So I think everything that I feel about Strava has been kind of said as well. Um, I thought I had thoughts that weren't on there, but I don't. I should have probably saved my rant to the end because everyone kind of touched upon it too. So sorry for like over ranting earlier, guys. No, I think everybody, like, it's also just nice to know that everybody kind of goes through the same things Yeah. with Strava. I did find it fun, like, giving myself borderline anxiety, looking at other people that I knew were in the same race as me doing the route and, like, how fast they were doing sections but because I was so far away from the route and I couldn't get there and normally I like to kind of do it blind, but I kept hearing so many horror stories about like the death that is Finlayson. It was kind of fun to like see somebody do 25 K of it and be like, Oh, okay. Like how long did it take that person? And like, you can look and see where like, it must be really technical because the pace just kind of goes super slow. And that again is like, if that is going to give you like un- uncomfortable feelings then maybe it's too far of um like anxiety but if you could kind of stay separated from it where you're just like gathering information then it was kind of fun um and like I said before like I feel somehow and maybe it's caring less about stuff in general after you have a kid and you're just too tired to care where I like am totally good with understanding that like I'm getting like an addictive hit to see people give kudos because that's how social media works and then put it away and not matter. I do definitely get the like, oh my God, it's so nice out and all my friends are doing a fun run because they're all freelance people that work from home. Um, but I have a pretty good freedom job too. So, um, Yeah, also I forgot to mention this and I thought I would plug it, but like a few years ago when, how do I say this with being like diplomatic? But like I wrote that article when I was writing for the magazine. Um, about FKT or Strava CR question mark. That was the head, that was the clickbait headline. And because I was getting really annoyed that people would take Strava not with a grain of salt and they would just take it with like, that was the be all and end all and making this assumption that everybody and their grandmother is on Strava. And so we all know there's people that do fun shit that are not on Strava. There's also people that do fun shit that don't even post it anywhere. And so like, just because someone has an FKT or they have a crown or they might have both or they might have neither. Like we have no idea what people are doing. Strava makes us think that we do. Instagram makes me think we also know what people are doing. We don't. And so just because you have a CR does not mean you're the fastest person on that. Or like just because you've recorded on the FKT website does not mean you're necessarily the fastest person. You're just the fastest person that's recorded on that website. Sorry. Yes. What? I 100% agree with that. Or you're like the fastest person that did it unsupported or supported. Also, last thing I will say about Strava that I forgot, my one thing that's different that I love doing that is so opposite from everybody and I don't recommend it as like a safety thing. I hate making routes beforehand, but I yeah. love to run in the forest and kind of not know where I am. And then afterwards when it uploads, look at where I went. Yes. Um, that's my favorite Strava thing to do. Yeah, I will also say a few months ago, Ultra Running Memes, and if you don't follow them on Instagram, they're back and they're making some funny shit. Ultra Running Memes posted this thing that blew my mind. Okay, so they had this meme and it was like, oh, when you 
when you find out that if you don't put it on Strava as a race, like your pace is slower. And I was like staring at this meme being like, what? <laughs> I, like, that I, I don't know. It was like common knowledge in the ultra running meme community. And I was like, this is not a thing. And then I remembered that guy I dated that was obsessed with stealing crowns, I'm not naming names. Um, he would post every run as a race. And I was like, so confused. Oh. When I saw the meme, I was like, is that why he was posting it as a race? Because he needed to have his like official pace. Anyway, oh this, this meme blew my fucking mind. If anyone can let us know if it's fact, whether it makes your pace slower when you don't post it as a race, or sorry, less accurate. When you post it as a race, that's a more accurate pace that shows up on Strava. Just Yeah, but that's so interesting because your watch is doing the same thing. Yeah, but like once it's uploaded, I think there's a weird configuration. Anyway, this meme blew my mind. I was like, mm. and it, it was so funny because it was like, and your whole world is like destroyed. And I'm looking at this meme to be like, my entire world is destroyed by reading this meme right now. Well, that's so funny. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, okay, so couple quick, quick questions. Have you ever deleted a workout because it was too slow and you didn't want people to see it? What is this, like rapid fire Strava? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, because I post privately. Um, yeah, but when you weren't posting privately. Uh, no. Have you ever made the title of your Strava something like justifying your pace? Uh, uh, I don't think so. I really try not to do that. I, don't, I hope yeah. not. Have you ever posted on Strava just for one particular person to see? Fuck yeah! Okay, those are my three rapid fire questions. Those are really good. I wish I had reciprocal questions and I don't. No, I'm sorry. Um, okay, well, I think that was good. And we didn't, yeah, we didn't have as many questions, but I think we covered like all of the discussion points. Maybe people will just feel better knowing they're not alone. Yeah, I agree with you. I also hope I didn't get fired by recording this, but. From your work? Yeah. Because you're on a work computer? Shut up. Oh. <laughs> well average people get unemployed at some point in their life so it's part of oh, the yeah. it's true um it's just on my way to average um i will see you on friday yeah okay i like being able to say after that. my birthday i'll be older but anyways i uh what after what this will come out after so i'll be older when this comes out but eventually we'll do a recap for my birthday we're getting picked up in a helicopter and dropped somewhere in the back lands of the mountains and then we find our way out i like to say that i can see someone on friday like a friend of mine it's really nice exciting yay lots of friends of yours i know i'm stoked okay goodbye so long okay. Bye. follow us on java hillary spires and tosho at tia